Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. So glad you're here. Got a great podcast for you today. We're going to be talking about not winging it when you're planning your Hawaii vacation. I'm also going to do my do's and don'ts for Hawaii. I'm always adding to this list. So I've got a couple of new ones, but some of the same old ones, ones that you need to remember if you're planning your Hawaii vacation. Also a quick COVID update as we get through the big show. Don't forget this podcast is not hosted by a wannabe social media influencer or somebody that doesn't know anything about Hawaii vacations. I am your host. I'm a travel advisor. My name is Bruce Fisher and I'm located here on the island of Oahu. This podcast is brought to you by us. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii. We're Hawaii's experts. And you can catch us on the web at hawaii-aloha.com, or you can just give us a call, old school, pick up the phone or, yeah, your cell phone, whatever, and give us a call, 1-800-843-8771. We got agents standing by right now to help you, or I can help you. So just reach out to me, bruce at hawaii-aloha.com. I would love to help you plan your Hawaii vacation, because that's all we do here. We just help folks get through the maze of information that's out there, cut to the chase, give you our advice. We have 20 years of experience doing this. This is our 20th year in business. And this podcast is almost as old as our business. We've been doing this podcast for 14 years. Can you believe that? So you're in the right place. We can help you out. Uh, shout out to a woman that called today, Katie. I'm going to help her plan her Hawaii vacation. And, you know, this is all six people, you know, two adults, four kids. Always a challenge when you have that uh, with a family vacation. So shout out to Katie. We're going to be working together. And she just called off the podcast. And we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get you involved with us. So get over to our Facebook page, Hawaii Aloha Travel, or any one of the other verticals that we're on. And we'd love to help you out. All right, so let's get to the topics today. And the first thing I want to talk about is not to wing it on your Hawaii vacation. What I mean by that is you need to do proper planning more than ever because, you know, I've been talking, if you've been listening to the podcast at all, you've been talking, I've been talking a lot about user fees that are going to be going up in state parks and county parks. And this is a big article that was in the paper today talking about fees again, because the state of Hawaii is looking at fees as a way to control the tourists that are coming to Hawaii. I guess they kind of figure if it's more money, less people kind of mentality, kind of a simple kind of thing. Uh, they've also talked about, you know, a, a green fee or a fee just to come here, but that's constitutionally not going to be um, viable. So they've kind of... Uh, abandoning that route, which is what I said to it, you know, when they started to do it. I mean, it sounded great, you know, charge, you know, everybody that comes here $150 just to show up here without any, you know, just to get into the, into, you know, here to the islands. But, you know, that's probably something that they're not going to be able to do. So I wanted to get into that a little bit. Before I do that, I want to also give you a little bit of a COVID update. We're still waiting to hear from the governor about when they're going to require people to have a booster to be considered vaccinated. And this is something they've been talking about for a while, and it looks like it's coming down the pike very soon. So that's really the only COVID uh, news that I have for you. I also don't have a restaurant to give you this week because I didn't eat out at all. I've been cooking at home, eating a lot of fresh fish which is always good, right? We did a barbecue yesterday. You know, that's a fun thing to do if you're going to come here. You know, why not just plan a little barbecue out at one of our state parks, which is what I wanted to get to a little bit. Because one of the common questions that we're getting now, which we've never had this problem before, is going over a lot of the user fees and 
entry fees that are going to be that are required here in Hawaii. Now, it's pretty simple when you think about it because all state parks require a $5 entry fee and a $10 parking fee. So you have to distinguish are you going to a state park or a uh, county park. Uh, there is one exception, and that is on the island of Kauai, um, up in Haena, which became a parking nightmare back in like 2018. And after the floods, it, the, the, in 2019, they started doing a parking fee. But the parking is very limited up there. So you have to pick up a shuttle in Waipu and uh, Waipa, and um, that's about, I don't know, 20 minutes south of uh, Kaena. And that shuttle goes every half hour till about 5.30 p.m. So you pick up that shuttle and then you go to Haena. Um, so state parks are pretty clearly marked, the state parks versus the county parks. Uh, state parks are kind of like Haena, which I just mentioned on Kauai. Oh, here on Oahu, the Pali Lookout, is there's going to be just a parking fee there. There's no admission fee there. But Hanauma Bay, they've instituted a fee there. Um, these are places where people really love to go. And suddenly they're seeing now that there's a cost involved. Um, back Going back again to Kauai. Kauai was kind of the first island to start doing this. A Waimea Canyon. You need to, you know, a parking fee, you know, a fee to get up in there. And like I said, Kokea, which uh, also has a parking fee and um, also the entry fee. So basically it's 15 bucks for any of the state parks. The county parks are a little bit different. Those would be things like botanical gardens, um, the bird sanctuary. Sanctuaries, um, a couple of other, uh, uh, like in Manoa, uh, the the uh, botanical gardens there. So those uh, those are more county parks. And I'm putting together a list. I'm going to try and get it more comprehensive, and I'm going to put it up as a blog post. And we're going to get all those fees in there because it's it's starting to be a little bit of a concern. And really, the more more important thing, and oh, of course, down in Hana, you know, the parking fee down in Hana, you really should be getting that Haleakala. Um, you know, of course, Volcanoes National Forest, National Park, you've, you've got these fees that you need to be aware of, and they're different um, for the county parks versus the state parks. So just keep that in mind. That's the, the, the main rule of thumb here. But the reason I bring it up is because many of you are just trying to wing it when you come here to your Hawaii vacation. You think it's just like anywhere else. You're going to go, you know, to, you know, the hotel, and then you're going to walk downstairs to a concierge, which, by the way, is never a real concierge. That when you go downstairs to, and you think you're just going to wait, you're going to somebody that really is just looking to make a commission. And there, you know, I, I want to say, I want to preface that and say there's some, you know, pretty good ones out there. Um, I don't want to diss them too much, but in general, they're only working with a limited number of vendors, and they're looking for the most commission that they can get. These vendor, these concierge desks that you're going to downstairs are owned by bigger companies. Expedia used to own a lot of them. Now Blue. Hawaii owns a lot of them. Uh, Expedia kind of got out of the business here of the concierge desks, but they're going to be limited in what they offer you, and they're going to be looking for their highest commission in general. You know, I, I don't want to be, you know, it's a tough business, and I know that there's some really good, uh, quote, concierge now, but in general, they're not real concierge. Now, there are a few of them higher end hotels have true concierge, but um, those you're paying big bucks. It's, you know, things like the Holly Kulani or the Four Seasons or some of the higher end and expensive hotels do have actual concierge. It has a fancy French name, which I can never remember. <laughs> They're called de jar, de jar, or something like that. I always forget what it is. So please keep that in mind when you're doing that. Don't 
wing it. Never wing it. Especially now, you need to make these reservations in advance because one of the things that we talk about here is just how wonderful it is to explore things. You know, but if you're going to go exploring and then you discover you can't get parking or you can't get the admission or you didn't know that you needed a reservation or anything like that, you're going to be disappointed. Your family is going to be disappointed. Now, of course, if you're our customers and you're working with us, we're going to help you with all this stuff. So it's another reason to use a travel advisor that is very well versed on Hawaii. You know, that's all we do here. So you can be sure that we're going to remind you of these fees and everything else that has to do with what you need to know. And especially ahead of time, you can't just come here and just get here and think you're going to get it all done. It doesn't work that way in this destination. And they're making it harder and harder and harder to do it because this is one of the ways that the state of Hawaii is trying to control the visitors here. This has been a big part after the pandemic, not after, I mean, you know, now that we're coming out of it, but one of the lessons that was learned during the pandemic was that there, there needs to be this very focused attention on Malama Hawaii, educating visitors and trying to get people to understand how important it is to, uh, to be mindful of our, of our Aina and our resources here. So uh, keep that in mind. Um, the state parks versus the county parks, big difference. And uh, make sure you check on the fees on that. All right. So let's get to some of the fun stuff because, you know, I do these do's and don'ts. I don't know. Every year I, I, I kind of do it. I just, and I like to do it because I like to keep it top of mind. And I like people to remind people about some of these things that are do's and don'ts. In fact, um, about what, 15 years ago, yelling, how long ago was that? I was featured on the travel channel. There's got to be a clip out there somewhere. Hawaii do's and don'ts. And I used to be an influencer. You know, I talk about being, not being an influencer, but I used to be an influencer. I was an early adapter. And this is before a lot of social media. So I, I was the only one really out here on the internet talking about Hawaii. So I would get calls all the time from reporters and, and, uh, I got picked up by the travel channel. They came here and they filmed at our home and they filmed me out there talking about Hawaii do's and don'ts. So let's talk about some of them. And some of these are repeats for you guys that listen all the time. I, this isn't for you. But if I have missed any of the do's and don'ts here, I would like to hear from you about what I missed or what don't or do that you think we should definitely highlight. First of all, Hawaiian words, aloha and mahalo, use them. It's okay to use it. You don't want to do it every single second. But, you know, saying aloha, which means hello and goodbye, and mahalo, which means thank you, it, it becomes part of your vocabulary here and no problem. Um, do try to pronounce Hawaiian place names and words. And try to do it correctly if you can. And even if you fail, if you do attempt it, it is appreciated here. I think people really like it when you try, you know? Like one, like one of the, it took me forever to get this down. But like, we live right off of Kalaniane Ole Highway, right? That took me, I don't know, 20, I don't even think Yelling can still say it. Can you? Yelling, I don't know. It's a hard one, right? Kalaniane Ole. But it looks really, you know... Um, daunting when you look at these words because they're so long, right? But if you break it down, break it into smaller parts, you can say it. So Kalani, Ana, Ole. So something like that. Um, you probably, here's a don't that I haven't really talked about. Don't refer to Maui, Kauai, Molokai, Lanai, and Hawaii, the big island, as the outer islands. People kind of frown on that. Like if you're from Maui and you hear people say, I'm going to an outer island, 
or even neighboring islands. I don't know. I guess we can use that. But, you know, neighboring islands is a little bit better. But outer islands is just something that is is not considered proper. I would say using neighbor islands is a better way to do it. Um, another one is don't try to speak pigeon. I tell you, I don't try. I can't speak pigeon at all. I'm terrible at it. I can pretend a little bit if somebody doesn't know, you know, and I think some of my accent now is a little pigeonish at times. You know, I say, hey, I'm pal, bro, you know, or something like that. You know, I, 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 can, I tend to go into the slang naturally, but I don't try to talk pigeon because I'm not, I'm just not good at it, you know. But there are certain things that I say that are kind of in the pigeon lane. So unless you're really, you know, good at it or you know how to do it, you know, pigeon is kind of like a Creole. It's its own Hawaiian language. It's made up of uh, all the cultures and their dialects put together, and you have pigeon. Um, a great person to follow is um, is Andy Bumatai. He does a pigeon one on one, a pigeon thing, and also Lanai Tabora, who you know, frequent uh, guest here and one of our partners. He has an app called uh, Pigeon One Hundred and One, I believe. So pick that up and you can hear them. And there's some funny words. There's, there's a lot of funny. We've done, we've done, we've done a whole podcast about pigeon. So you can just go back and dig deep. You'll find it. Um, do ask permission. You know, if you're going to be on a hike or you're going to be seeing avocados, or you're going to see um, mangoes or anything on someone's trees on a private property, make sure that you ask permission. Uh, don't be picking fruits from other people's trees. Um, the other thing is, and we've talked, we've, had, we've done whole episodes about this, about not being pushy, not bringing a mainland attitude or an entitled attitude with you as you you come to the islands. Make sure you tone all of it down. You know, it took me years to do it too. I came from the East Coast. You know, I had this kind of like you, you can tell I'm from the East Coast, right? I, you know, and I came here to Hawaii 27 years ago, and I, you know, I, I didn't really until I got immersed in the culture because I was a talk show host when I first moved here. So I learned very quickly what not to say and what to say. Oh my gosh, I used to get, I used to get killed on the radio over, over my pronunciations of words. I mean, and also even the temperature. I mean, I, I, I said it's always going to be 90-something degrees. It's never 90-something degrees. It's very rare. I mean, I, I used to get a lot, of, uh, a lot of pushback. Let's put it that way. Uh, because I wasn't. But don't be pushy. You're going to get along a lot better if you try to maintain the aloha spirit, as we say. Um, d- drive slowly. <laughs> it's always a do here. It, it, because people don't drive the way you expect them to here. It's like the mainland. Sometimes when I go on the mainland, I just get like shocked at how fast people are driving. But it's so frustrating here in Hawaii because people will drive slower in the far left lane than in the than in the right lane. And you know, I got this Tesla, so I like to go a little quicker, right? And man, I'm always in the right lane. And you know, I've gotten so used to like knowing how to drive here, especially like on Kalani on the Highway. I just know like where everybody's going to be in their lanes. <laughs> and it's like a science to get to get to somebody without driving like a turtle, you know? Um, so, so drive slow. Uh, uh, residents here, they, they, they pretty much drive that way. Um, don't freak out at, at every bug you see. If you see a cockroach, don't be calling downstairs or this is the tropics. You know, we're going to have geckos. We're going to have cockroaches and bugs. You know, it's just common. It's not really bad, you know, but occasionally you're going to, you know, I, I doubt that you can come to Hawaii without seeing at least one cockroach, right? It's just part of the game, part of being here. Um, what else? Um, uh, 
Oh, the big one is don't be moving stones around. Don't place stones around. Don't pile or take rocks and move them around. Um, it's just something sacred in general. And if you see rocks piled um, in sacred places or maybe at Heiau or some other uh, location where you're going to a lookout or something, um, a lot of, you know, tourists started doing this. And I know people that started knocking these, these rocks down. But I don't know why they would do that, except that they think that they may know whether Hawaiians did it or not. But just in general, stay away from that kind of thing. And um, don't even collect them or carry them. It's, it's just not something, it's kind of like kapu, you know, forbidden. Um, stacking the rocks, all of that stuff. It, it, it's, it's, it's just something that, that can be considered to be offensive. And finally, I guess the other one is don't be naked on the beaches here. We don't have nude beaches. It's a very conservative place. We're a liberal state, but the people here are very conservative and we're very conservative minded when it comes to like, you know, being naked in public places. So, um, I don't know of any optional clothing beaches uh, in Hawaii. There's supposed to be one in Maui, Big Beach or something, but it's kind of like um, not not really legal. So hopefully those are some do's and don'ts for you, and that will help you out. Don't forget to check out our website, hawaii-aloha.com. Reach out to me, Bruce, at hawaii-aloha.com, or give us a call at 1-800-843-8771. Start planning your Hawaii vacation. And by the way, you know, we do tours. If you've, And this is something that came up this week. The only tours we book without you actually working with our agents directly on a complete package is our sister company, Secret Hawaii Tours, and we only do that on Oahu and Kauai. So if you've already booked and you've you know done everything yourself, you've taken all my advice and you didn't book through me, you can book tours through us that are unbelievable. Our tours are the best in the islands, I think, just because our guides are so amazing. So Secret Hawaii Tours is the is the company, and you go to, uh, you can just reach out to me for that, and it's only for Oahu and Kauai. All right, that is going to do it. That's going to wrap it up for my beautiful wife, Yaling, and all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel. I'll say aloha and mahalo.